Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. So this week, we watched a romance movie, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the theme of the month. Yeah. It's romance, Valentine's what have you oh thank god it's over (laughs) which isn't to say which doesn't say much because i don't know if i said it on the podcast or not but like most musicals (laughs) center around like some fucking like romance like love bullshit you know i mean like even if they're like mainly about something else yeah there's always that's like every story right yeah I'm, like, listening to a book currently where, like, there are two, like, love stories. And I'm, like, these are so shoved in. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's, it's like, in, integral to since the beginning because, like, we're getting... I know this is such a deviation and we'll get onto the thing. I mean, is it deviating if we haven't really started yet? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. So, in the book, like, we have the ma- male character and the female character who are both narrating. Mm-hmm. But there's additionally two other uh, characters in their sort of group. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, as we're getting the two perspectives, we have the boy being like, oh, I can't love her. She's so, like, I'm like the worst person ever. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't realize, but now I'm like into him and blah, blah, blah. It was actually a line that I... I can't remember now and I'm mad. But like I literally rolled my eyes. I was like, wow. People write this. Anyway. Romance. Uh. <laughs> what did you watch? Carmen Jones, which is a movie based on the, let me see. The nineteen forty three Broadway musical, um, which was written by Oscar Hammerstein. Who, which in turn was based on the opera uh, by, by George Bizet. And that was uh, based on the novella by Prosper Merrimé. So, <laughs> like Rent, <laughs> it's just a thing based on a thing, based on a thing, based on a thing, based on a book. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Let's get into it. Do you have any like history or that? I have exactly zero history <laughs> with like most things. Mm. Um, I knew who Harry Belafonte was. I knew who Dorothy Dangerage was. Never have I ever seen them together <laughs> in a movie. That's so right. it's just like mm, okay, that's fair enough. I I understand. Um. If you don't know who those people are that I mentioned, shame on you <laughs> and your cow. Uh, wow. Harry Belafonte's acting is something else sometimes. <laughs> just just a whole something else. Even when he has his shirt on. Even when he has <laughs> his shirt on. I'm just, I, there's a particular scene that I just play yeah. in my head sometimes. Sure. Um... Sure, yes. Okay, so I don't know. How about you? What's your history? <laughs> I think I watched it for the first time um, around the time that we were doing Into the Woods. 
because I was doing a, uh, what is it called? Dissertation. I was in the middle of doing a dissertation um, that I quickly pivoted to make it about Beyonce. But prior to that, it was... Um, <laughs> I helped you with that. In that. <laughs> yeah. You sent me that. <laughs> I remember now. Continue. Uh, so, like, initially, it was um, generally just how media has portrayed um, women and, like, whether or not um, the the sort of stereotypes, like black women, the stereotypes that, you know, were established, you're either a sapphire, a Jezebel, a mammy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then I w- I'd watched this sort of in preparation for it, I guess. And then I quickly pivoted to, does Beyonce's Lemonade exhibit any of, like, how do we view it as people? Do we still see her as an angry black woman? Do we still see her, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Etc. I mean, I don't really remember exactly what my dissertation was about, to be honest. I just know that it was about Beyonce. <laughs> but I did watch this movie. And I've also seen Carmen a Hip Hopera, which is <laughs> kind of the same thing. It was the second option for this week's section. And then Leah watched it and said, we're not doing it <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> I just, I just love thinking of the messages like, ooh, this is a trip. I'm like, what do you mean? And then you send me clips. I'm like, ooh, child. Yeah. Ah, that's a lot. Ooh. Yeah. Those transitions, though. Ooh. Yeah, no. Wow. Okay, we'll talk about that because I do want to, like, at least have, like, a two-second discussion of Carmen and Hip-Hopra. Um, but Carmen Jones, let's get into it. Okay. So because I had like no history of this and I haven't really, I've never watched Carmen the Opera like sure. all the way through. I mm-hmm. wa- I don't know why. It's it's a thing with me where I always watch pieces of a thing and I'm like, that's a, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I, I understand now. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I had never watched Star Wars, but I understood that Luke Dar- had Darth Vader as a father and that was the most important thing that I needed to know. So with mm-hmm. Carmen, I knew there was a song called Habanera, and that was the most important thing I need to do. And also there was a Toreador. Um, but in mm-hmm. this, so we open with a scene of an army base. And we have in the background two songs that go along. One is Send Them Along. And another one is sung by children, which is Lift Them Up and Put Them Down. They kind of run into each other a little bit. It's fun. <laughs> it was stuck in my head like all of yesterday for some reason. But on the army base, we get our first glimpse of... We we open on a side character, which is kind of new for me, but we open on Cindy Lou, who is at the army base because she wants to see um, this guy that she has been going steady with, Joe, who is a corporal in the army. Um, she can't get into the base because she doesn't have an identification pass. And we see Joe, who is Harry Belafonte. Um, <laughs> uh, we meet Joe, who's late for like drill practice or something. I don't know the army terminology. But she sees him through the fence and he manages to get her to come into the gate, saying that he'll be responsible for her, mm-hmm. whatever happens, because 
she's his girl. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see that they're kind of, it's sort of a kind of sweetheart love in love, just to, to, like, I don't know how old they're meant to be. Sure. In this, in the context of this, but yeah. that's, mm-hmm. you can never really tell. But Joe is leaving for flight school the next day, so Cindy has come to see him off. He has a 24 hour pass, he's off duty. So he has the time to spend with her. And he takes her into the mess hall so they can eat together. In comes Carmen. Yeah. With his Dorothy Dandridge. And immediately just assaulted with like name calling. It's like, oh, this floozy's here. And like all these guys are like, hey, Carmen, come eat with me. Hey, Carmen, you want to take me out tonight or something? And she's just yeah. like, oh my God, I've been in here for five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like guy after guy just like, hey, something, something, something. And she's like, no. <laughs> and then like at one point a girl says, like, pick one of them so that you can have the rest or something like that. And I'm like, I think it was like pick one of them so that we can have some peace so uh, they will stop because that's all we hear yep. <laughs> um, Carmen works um, the women there seem to all work as they make parachutes mm-hmm. or something. Oh, that, that's at least one of the jobs there but the, she gets flirted with and then she gets into the song That Love oh god okay anyway um so that's basically it's the uh, habanera song but like in english and with the word dat in it um but something like you go for me because i'm taboo and if something 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 (laughs) and then um i know she says something like if I if I love you, that's the end of you, or something like that. Yes, uh, that does happen. Which is like foreshadowing. I know. Um, <laughs> but Carmen spots Joe kind of while she's singing the song, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really do anything. But uh, Cindy is kind of just giving her a little side eye mm-hmm. as she kind of walks around and then leaves, and then kind of walks around him again and then leaves. Uh, I mean, Joe's making a deliberate effort not yeah. to look at her. Like, it's not even that he doesn't notice her. He's making an <laughs> effort to not look at her. Severely. At the end of the song, though, she uh, she has a tray of food. And she goes and sits kind of behind Cindy Lou on an opposite table, but just in Joe's eyeline. So she starts chatting with him, just like, oh, so you're so-and-so, and... I hear you're going to this, and I, I hope the one of the parachutes you get are made by me, and that kind of thing. Just like kind of subtly, and Cindy Lou's not saying anything, and Joe's just kind of beating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just despite Cindy's presence, and eventually she she, she she sees that Joe is not really paying that much attention to her, so she gets up and she leaves. And Cindy is immediately like, so, <laughs> that woman... And Joe's like, it's nothing. And she's like, but I live in another town. She she essentially feels insecure about her position because she doesn't, she's not on the base as frequently. Yeah. And I'm guessing she can't really come and see him often, whereas Carmen works at the base. Right. So I mean, yeah, she does say like, um, 
I don't remember what she says. And then he says, oh, well, I got a girl. Yes. And she's like, well, I live in another town. And I know what the boys say. Um, when you ha- when your girl lives in another town, it's like you don't have a girl at all. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Joe just vehemently denies anything. We get into the song. Um you talk just like my mom. Just like my mom. Which is the, the first time we hear. So, uh, <gasps> Leah. <laughs> I think Leah was going to mention it, but the singing in here is dubbed except yes. for one person. Yeah. And I have opinions about these voices and these choices. I also do have opinions. <laughs> and we'll, ta- we'll definitely get into it because it ties into the whole like discussion I want to have a little bit. But yeah, it's. <laughs> I watched this video of like this girl sort of like telling the story of Carmen mm-hmm. and she was like um, it's weird because he, she's like he's like no yeah Cindy who in Carmen the opera is Ma- Ma- Marcella Michaela is like um, oh your mother wanted me to give you this and gives him a kiss and then he's like, give my mom this and gives her like a, like a kiss. <laughs> so like this song, <laughs> after watching that video, this song to me, I'm like, <laughs> mommy issues. It's just the whole song is basically like, you talk like my mom and I'm like my dad. So, you know, like we can be like my mom and dad, which is like, you know, the future that I want to have with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Immediately after the song, Joe is just like, let's get married, which is the solution to any insecurity, <laughs> apparently, yep. um, in 1954. Mm-hmm. So uh, he wants to prove his oven, and Cindy's like, oh, but what if our parents? And he's like, oh, we'll understand. And then she's like, okay. So <laughs> they agree to get married. Yep. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Carmen is busy <laughs> fighting. <laughs> And I'm, when I say fighting, I mean fighting. Yeah. Um, another parachute maker. I don't know what about. We get to hear briefly, like, oh, you told the sergeant on me or something. And that's all we have reference for their fight. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's not a short fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, I was like, watching it, I was like, ooh, 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 kill him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but eventually, Carmen gets the better of the other woman and the sergeant and a few other officials enter in because of all the commotion <laughs> and Carmen is up on a table and when the sergeant asks who's responsible she's like it's me <laughs> and I'm like oh you're one of those people <laughs> oh, okay yep. but now she gets in trouble and is considered a sort of prisoner and who has to take her to Masonville, but for Joe, mm-hmm. which is just yeah, one. <laughs> his sergeant. Yes, is that it? Yeah, he is like an asshole. Yes, <laughs> and like basically is, I don't know what his beef with Joe is. I'm... And like, cause like it's carried over from the um, opera. Where I'm like, what? What is their backstory? Yeah. Like, why is he so mean? 
Um, but yeah, he like wants to flirt a, a bit with. Um, I was about to call him a Caleb. That's not her name, <laughs> Cindy Lou. Um, just as soon as he's like, um, okay, Joe, now you have to go take Carmen and blah blah blah. Yeah, and he's like, can I at least have five minutes to go tell my girl <laughs> that I I have to leave? He's like, nope, <laughs> sucker, and yeah. then goes off to flirt with her. Yeah, Carmen is just delighted, and he's like, ooh, I get to spend the car ride alone with this guy. Yeah, I mean, she's only intrigued because he ignored her so yeah. like, <laughs> deliberately, and she's like, fuck, <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's get it. Always want what you can't have. Good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, also when Carmen is leaving, um, everyone is singing Carmen Jones is going to jail. <laughs> Which is essentially Carmen Jones is going to jail. Carmen <laughs> Jones is going to jail. Um, but yes, you know, after the sergeant tries and fails to flirt with Cindy Lou, uh, we cut to Carmen aggressively trying to flirt with Joe on the cover. Okay, wow. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, when Aditya says aggressively, <laughs> I don't think that depicts, that, like, really gives a real idea as to what that means. It's so intense. Like, it's a lot. She's, like, on him. Like, she's in the car. He's driving or whatever. She's, like, on him and like putting her legs and their arms and da 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 and I'm like girl he's driving <laughs> like you're both gonna die like were you not on a moving platform you would have swerved into a tree and died yeah like ma'am <laughs> but um, seeing that Joe is not really paying any attention to her still um, we get the song there's a cafe on the corner which is Segu you i don't know yeah i don't know if you're meant to say it in spanish which would then be segudia i guess Mm -hmm. and it's not there's a cafe on the corner it's there is a cafe on the corner oh i'm sorry i wrote the th's (laughs) forgive me (laughs) yeah get it right (laughs) there's a cafe But it's basically Carmen trying to convince Joe, like, hey, you don't have to take me to jail. Like, we can just go and, like, skype off and, like, do some other stuff. Have some fun, you know, with me, Carmen, because I am a fun person. No, fine. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, they get in an accident? No, they, they, they don't really get into an accident. It's like Joe's trying to out... Well, they do get into an accident, but not yet. Joe's trying to outrun a train because he's very determined. So they end up parking to wait for the train to pass by. Carmen makes a break for it. Oh, right. (laughs) Yes, I recall. (laughs) So she makes a break for it. She runs. She she leaps onto the moving train, runs along the train. Joe gives chase. She jumps off the train. He jumps off the train, and then he proceeds to tie her up so that she can't get away again mm. and then they're driving down the road Joe sees two paths to Masonville but one is going to take longer and one isn't meant for motor vehicles and he's like ah oh, it's an old road it can handle it not realizing there's a 
very weak bridge. Yep. And that's when they get into an accident. Right. Yes. <laughs> so now the car, well, it's Jeep, but now it's stuck because the bridge collapsed under the weight of the Jeep. Mm-hmm. And Carmen is like, well, if we go back to my hometown, there's a train that will take us to Masonville. And then if you're like still so determined to take me to jail, you can take me to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, so for lack of a better idea, <laughs> Joe agrees <laughs> and they go to Carmen's hometown, which the name I can't remember, but it's only mentioned like once. <laughs> so they go and Carmen greets like a bunch of people. She gets chicken and all of these things because the train doesn't arrive for several hours. So she's going to make dinner for Joe and take him to her home because she's still working on it. Yeah. Like she's <laughs> still pulled in by his resistance of her. Yeah. I I swear I don't understand. But uh at her home is her grandmother. I don't know who is supposed to tell. I think it's potentially her grandmother. But when she gets home, her grandmother warns her of an ill omen because there was a buzzard feather outside of her door mm-hmm. just before she came in and was like Oh, this is gonna be plot relevant. <laughs> okay. Comes back again. Um, but yes. So her grandmother goes off to try to cleanse the evil spirits. Meanwhile, Carmen and Joe kind of have a. It's a reasonable talk until Carmen starts to clean Joe off. <laughs> so at first she's like brushing the mud off his pants, and then like deciding to shine his shoes, and then. They're, like, talking about the future, like, stuff that they want out of life. Right. And it's like, oh, this is the moment. I can see it coming. <laughs> from a, Like, there's no one else here. And they're talking about what they want most in life. They're gonna, they're gonna, and then they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they do. <laughs> it's like, okay, I swear. But, so, the next scene that we get. Joe is coming at it's, it's sort of implied that they have sex or whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not shown because this is 1954. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's about, well, I mean, they show other things, though, is the thing. So I was just like, this is strange. But uh, Joe comes out of the room half dressed and he finds a note that Carmen left basically saying, um, I love you, but I can't stay here and let you take me to jail because I don't want to be beat up. Yeah. She's like, look, last night was so much fun. I'm like, trust me. Like, I know it's nice. However, you were literally taking me to jail. I don't think jail is for me. So I'm going to abandon you. And I know you're probably going to get in trouble, but I don't care because I'm Carmen Jones. Also, I love you. Which she, I, I noted down that she wrote in the letter. Because I'm just like, you love him already? Oh, yeah. yeah this is gonna... Just... This is gonna... This is gonna... Oh, boy. Burn me to salvation and <laughs> I think people just felt things so intensely. Then, like, I understand love at first sight. Sure. But I'm just like, oh. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> romance so Joe ends up in jail <laughs> because yep. he 
I don't know what he admitted to specifically. I think he probably admitted to like, oh, uh, he had he slept with um this person that he was meant to be escorting, and because of that, she escaped. I don't know if he would have gotten to that detail. <laughs> I think if I were Joe, I would have just been like, dude, she ran. <laughs> <laughs> And for some reason, I didn't go after her. I don't know why. Anyways. The reason I say that he might have told is because when Cindy comes to visit well, him. yeah. She knows. She knows about it. And Joe, Joe, Joe is like, oh, Cindy, there's something I have to tell you. And Cindy's like, oh, don't worry, Joe. I know that you're not with that woman anymore. Immediately, yeah. a package arrives. And who's it from? Carmen, because fate and timing are the same thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a box, and it has Cindy thinking it's uh, something posted from her mother to to Joe. Um, opens it, and then she's like, "Don't open other people's mail. This is what you get." <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a rose and a note. And seeing that she just, she doesn't even say a word. She just gets up and leaves. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, your heart is broken. Yeah. I feel bad for you. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> like, she literally, she did nothing wrong. Like, Cindy Lou, this entire movie, does nothing wrong. Yeah. Except get She's hurt. She's just the sweet little soprano. <laughs> like, adorable little soprano. Oh, man. So, Joe is working in the yard or whatever where wherever they have been digging and we get this flower oscar hammerstein i need to talk <laughs> <laughs> this flower brought you to my lips <laughs> honestly i'm not gonna lie i like disassociated during this song <laughs> Was it because you were looking at Harry Belafonte's abs? <laughs> I just, I literally just, my brain just went, <laughs> and I don't know what happened. <laughs> that happened to me during a, a different song. I don't know if I'm going to remember which one, mm-hmm. but it was a different song. I, I looked away and was like, oh, 30 seconds have passed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But, um, yeah. So, we now get to check in on what Carmen's doing. And Carmen has been going to the cafe that she spoke of in the previous song. Yeah. Um, and she seems to be going there looking for Joe almost, I don't know how frequently, but it seems to be fairly frequently. Because apparently, I guess that's where they're going to meet when he gets out mm-hmm. of jail. He's not there this time, though. But we get to meet properly Frankie and Mert, but mostly Frankie. Yeah. Um, as she takes control of the song, beat out that rhythm on a drum. <laughs> <laughs> can't shake your head every time I read out a song title. <laughs> I know, I know, but I just, I can't help it. I like this song, though. Yeah. I, I liked watching this song. It had fun, like, choreo and stuff. Beat out that rhythm on a drum. Frankie is Carmen's friend and so they're chatting a bit about how Carmen is just eternally waiting and has this torch for this guy and is like this is not like you girl 
what are you doing? Mm. <laughs> um, kind of a chat that they have. And then Husky Miller arrives. Sure. That's literally all it really. Husky Miller arrives. So, with the arrival of Husky Miller, the crowd flows out of the cafe. And they all gather around his car as he tells the story of his latest fight. So we have Stand Up and Fight, which is the Toreador song. <laughs> which I know from like Cartoon Network for some reason. Yeah, I was about to say like Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like for my re- like if you ask me what my reference for Carmen was, it's the Looney Tunes. <laughs> That's also fair. But yeah, anyway. So it's basically these lyrics. But it's basically just like fight until you hear the bell, fight until you can't fight no more, and then you'll be victorious. That's the song. Mm-hmm. And while he's singing, in kind of an inverse of what Carmen did to Joe, Husky is kind of doing like he sees Carmen from a distance. He's like, "Ooh, that one will be mine." Mm-hmm. So he, after the song, he goes into the cafe. Carmen didn't join the crowd; she was just kind of on the balcony. And he goes in to try to speak to her and like flirt with her but she's just like uh your bravado stinks (laughs) kind of a thing she's just not interested in him also because she has joe on the mind sure like she seems fairly devoted to joe at the present moment sure so (laughs) (laughs) i think it's probably the novelty of having like so like having that thing because like i'm i'm I feel like she's probably not the type of person to have had a relationship before. Yeah. And so in his abs- like it's like an interesting thing to her at this point where she's mm-hmm. like, hmm. Like I'm devoted like look at me. I'm like <laughs> I'm like someone's girl. Like that's kinda interesting. Um, what does he call her? Heat wave. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um so Husky is going to Chicago, uh, well, back to Chicago to train for his next fight um, The that evening, I think. And so he is telling his manager and his manager's managers, whose names are Dink and Rum, uh, listen, you find a way to get that girl on that train or I'm not going to be under your management anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, this is such a weird threat to make over someone you met five seconds ago. Mm. That's ridiculous, but everyone's ridiculous in this show. So, um, so Frankie and Mert um, are kind of interested in the big wigs that have just kind of come into the cafe, and so they go to flirt with the manager and the manager's manager. But um, there's like... Initially, they're a bit standoffish until uh, they find out that Frankie is friends with Carmen, yep. who Husky is into. So they corral a bit and talk, and they realize if Mert and Frankie, they can, if they if they want to go to Chicago, which they can potentially, with Dink and Rum. If they want to go, they have to convince Carmen to go with them. 
Mm-hmm. And so Frankie's like, I got this. Let me do it. But they all go <laughs> to talk to her at once yeah. to convince her. So we get kind of two songs at once, which is whizzing away along the track. Mm-hmm. And that flows into There's a Man I'm Crazy For. But whizzing away along the track is Quintet. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, it's just like <laughs> them sort of singing all together. Yeah, and um, along the track, and then um, we have Mert, another soprano, <laughs> just soprano in it out, and I love it. <laughs> she's she's doing her damnedest, um, despite the fact that, like, she's not the one singing. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we said, it's dubbed except for Frankie. Frankie yep. is. Probing. Yeah. But so after Wizard Oil on the track and there's a man I'm crazy for, we we get the gist that Carmen doesn't want to go because she loves Joe. She wants to see the city, but she's determined to wait for Joe. Mm-hmm. That is the essence of these two songs put together. They're mm-hmm. like, Carmen, come with us. And she's like, no. Carmen, you can do this. And she's like, mm, no. Carmen, no. Carmen, no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, she's tempted, but Dink, Mert, Rum, and Frankie all get into a car. They give her a ticket ahead of time. Uh, just to be like, you know, if you change your mind, here's a ticket for the train. It leaves at 10. Yep. So, they leave, and Joe appears. Just as Carmen is just like, she's just in between her thoughts. So she's just... Just becoming unsure, and then Joe arrives. It's mm-hmm. like, Joe! Um, but Carmen is now excited to dance with Joe, to take him back to her home. And Joe is immediately like, oh, Well, I can't go back with you. I have to report back to the base. And at first, I was like, Okay, well, they're not going to let him off easy. He just got out of jail. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, Because I have to go to flight school. And it's like, they let you go to flight school still? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Carmen is now wondering what that means for their relationship because Joe is now going to be 400 miles away and she is displeased because she has spent, I don't know how long, it's been longer than two weeks waiting for him. Possibly a month <laughs> Yeah. to two months. I mean, in the opera, it's like a month to two months depending on the like production, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So she spent so long being apart from him and waiting for him and now as soon as she has him he's gonna go off miles and miles away. And she's unhappy. Like very reasonably unhappy. Yeah. But Joe shows her that he kept like a, the flower that she sent him pressed and like close to his heart and like he loves her so much and she loves him and oh romance. Oh. <laughs> uh, um so now Carmen is like, okay, like I can see that you love me and you want to be together. So let's go to Chicago together. And she's like, and he's like, I can't go AWOL. Well, he says I can't go AWOL. But he's like, I can't be a deserter. I can't leave. I said, everything that Carmen is trying to do to convince Joe to stay with her is not working. And so the sergeant approaches just out on the balcony and he starts to mess with Joe a little bit, just like, Oh, girl, you know, he can't even keep his shirt in his pants. Like, you need a real man like me. 
kind of thing. I'm just like, why are you so obsessed with taking Joe's women away from him? Mm-hmm. Christ. Again, that's why I'm saying, like, what is the history between <laughs> these two? Because, like, seemingly Joe did something to this guy. Maybe he just likes missing it. Like, there's some people, they just get fixated on a person. Sure. So, I mean, like, in the hip hop version, yeah. Um, what we see is that the sergeant is corrupt mm-hmm. and that the character that plays, you know, the character of Joe, it, like, sees that mm-hmm. and he seems to be, like, a goody-goody. And so his, so the opposition there is that, like, oh, this goody-goody thinks he knows better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, being a cop is, like, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do illegal stuff, whatever. And um, so, like, the opposition there is sort of that, that, yeah. like, this is a goody-goody and this is a corrupt cop. Well, we can see that the sergeant is, like, kind of lecherous. He's, like, doesn't really... But we don't really get to see him fail in any other way. Sure. Outside of that, but... So, Joe and the sergeant get into a fight because uh, the sergeant is, like, kind of taking Carmen. And Joe hurts him pretty badly, like, knocks him out. Um... I think he might have killed him. I'm not sure because Carmen and Joe just immediately hide his body and run off to Chicago <laughs> uh, because it was going to be it's four years or more for assaulting a senior officer. Mm-hmm. So if they stay there, Joe is going to get put in prison for an even longer time. Right. And all of his dreams would be crushed. Yeah. So they get on the train. They're now in Chicago in this kind of run-down dingy apartment that's, like, right next to the train, so it rattles mm-hmm. every time something passes. <laughs> Which just reminds me. The elevated train by my window doesn't save me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, they, but even though they're in this kind of dingy apartment, they seem fairly happy together. Sure. Like, like they're 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 all upon each other. Like he's blowing her toes dry. This is all this nonsense that lovey dovey couples. There's do, I so guess. much like foot stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and like it seems to not be exclusive to this. Because I watched a production of Carmen yesterday, where like I was just like her feet are everywhere, <laughs> and I'm like, what is this thing with feet? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I wasn't gonna comment on it, but okay. Um, but yes, so Carmen tells Joe that she's heading to the store as she's getting ready, and again, Dorothy Dandridge, the body. Mm-hmm. Um, but she sort of, as she's out, she sort of pauses by the pawn shop, reconsiders, and then goes to Husky Miller's training thing. She's not there to see Husky. She's there to see Frankie. Mm-hmm. Frankie, who is dulled in diamonds, just dripping in yeah. jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently they've just been like on 
Husky's charge account and just like buying all of his stuff. And Carmen has just come in the nick of time because Frankie, Frankie, Husky was about to just like shut them out completely. Yeah. Because Husky wants heat wave. wave. <laughs> uh, and now heat wave has appeared. But um, she was there to ask Frankie for a loan. But she has to sort of ask Husky for the loan. Mm-hmm. And Carmen's just not into it. <laughs> she I love that she asks Frankie for the loan. And Frankie's like, I don't have money. Just diamonds and fur coats. <laughs> and a car. But I, I don't know about the money thing. <laughs> like, the money was just to buy away. I don't actually own any of this. Yeah. Um... But yes, Carmen isn't interested as, you know, Husky is. I don't even think Husky is really trying. He just kind of expects Carmen to just fawn over him. Yeah. And she's just not. I think it's just a given for him in his life. that Like women are consistently throwing themselves at him. The way that Carmen... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's literally, they're the same people. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally the same person. Oh my god. But, um, yeah, Carmen just ends up walking out of the dressing room without the loan, without anything. Frankie follows after her to try to convince her. He's like, what are you doing? This man is rich. You could have anything. And... Carmen's like, but I have Joe. And she's like, who is Joe? Right. <laughs> like, what is a Joe to a husky? Yep. But Carmen's just not convinced. She ends up pawning something. Um, I'm assuming because she gets money for groceries. Mm. So a- as soon as she comes home, Joe is just like, what took you so long? And I'm just like, oh, no. This is going to be one of those, isn't it? He's <laughs> like, where have you been? What's going on? Why? And she's like, look, man, chill. And then this is, I think, where it dawns upon her, like, this is not the life that she wants. Yeah. Like, she's, up until this point, up until Joe has sort of lived her life doing, uh-huh, whatever. Yeah. And, like, now she's, like, tied down to this dude, and, like, he can't even fucking get a job because he's a deserter. Yeah. And, like, if he gets found, like, they're all screwed, like, everything's screwed up, whatever. And mm-hmm. so she's like, oh, my God, no. Also, he's, like, real possessive. Oh, yeah, straight away. Yeah. Like, aggressive, possessive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love you. You're mine. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, we've, we've covered that sen- set of sentences before in something <laughs> where we're like, oh, yeah, no. Like, it, it tends to be the thing mm-hmm. in these movies. Or... I mean, she does well standing up for herself. Well, of course, yeah. Just because it's like, listen, just because we're together does not mean you have permission to own me. That's not what this is. Yeah, she's and like, I'm just only like, I own my body. Speak. Only I own myself. And I'm like, yeah, girl. <laughs> 1952. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's just so, because initially, I don't, I don't know what specifically what said i think he says something like oh she says something like you think i was doing and he was like well i would assume so and i'm just like do you think she like had sex or something in the time it took to go to the thing come back and get money like did you think that's what she did Mm -hmm. christ (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. But I mean, also, not to be fair to Joe, but to be fair to Joe, mm-hmm. um, he is cooped up in this apartment, has nothing but his thoughts. That is fair. He, I think at that point, they've been there a week. Mm. So he's literally just seen the same walls for a week. And I think he's used to, like, other things. And also the train rattles by all the time. So it's just yeah. like, silence. Yeah. So, like, he's going a little bit, like, stir, stir crazy. Yeah. But, um, Frankie had given Carmen a number to call if she ever changed her mind. And this interaction that they had makes Carmen change her mind. So she goes and calls Frankie. Uh, Joe ends up apologizing, but Carmen kind of still is refusing all of his possessive what have you not. Mm. And um, like at this point, she still, I think she still loves him, but is just like a bit more wary of like what she's actually getting into. Yeah. So... Carmen goes off uh, to Husky's apartment where they're having like this lavish party and everyone's in suits and it's all whatever. Um, also, she's wearing a thing, which now I remember I've seen Janelle Monet wear, <laughs> which now I remember Janelle Monet has a song called Dorothy Day Future Jai. Listen, <laughs> I love that woman so much. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yes, they, she's, she has arrived at the party, and so they get into playing this card game kind of a thing. Yeah. It goes to the card song, but it's not really a game. It's... Yeah, they're, they're telling each other's fortunes. Yeah. Um, Which I did To know pass you, the time. Didn't know you could do with playing cards, but... Oh, yeah, you can. Um... I learned. <laughs> I, when I was in April when I was in the when I went to the mental thingy I don't oh, remember what it's called I can't like okay, literally okay, can't okay, think okay, of okay, what it's okay, called okay that's that's what happened in, oh god that was April yeah I was, April so, feels like so when long I was ago. there okay um Duana bought me um playing cards uh-huh. and I just started like doing like just being like okay well I guess this is the time I'm going to learn how to do tarot okay (laughs) fair enough so that's how i spent my time (laughs) but um the thing is when the card song was going it just it also sent me back to that real bad musical movie oh wait (laughs) give us a clue give us a clue give us a clue give us a clue what, what does it sound like? Na, na, na. Like, it sounds nothing like that. Sure. But it's just because it was just, like, one person. And she was doing the cards. I was like, do it again. And I was like, give us a clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're just sort of, like, one is, like, um, you're going to have love. The other is, like, you're going to be rich. And then Carmen gets her. She's like, death. <laughs> You're gonna die, bitch. Which, to be fair, is my favorite song in the hip hop room. Because it's why Cliff Sean is like the fortune teller or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he. So, like, the friend is the one that I guess would be Frankie. 
um, she wants to be a rapper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he like looks at the cards for her and he's like, ooh, um, what is it? Like sold out record, double platinum, quadruple platinum. <laughs> and then like to the friend, I think she gets money or something. And then to um, Carmen, she gets death over and over, which is like death. You have like one card one, of death. Yeah. And yet all of the cards are death here. And um, the whole time she's just like, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go. I really like that song. Like a lot. <laughs> but my favorite part of it, for some reason, is just because the cards like keep showing, like she keeps like, as she... With each, I don't wanna. She's like flipping over a card, and each of them are death. And then, like at some point, she throws up the cards, and they're like flowing and falling in slow motion. And as the song ends, it's like they like like Beyonce and friends leave, and Wyclef Jean stares right into camera and throws the card, and it spins, and it does a wipe, a wipe and that's death. the transition. <laughs> and I died <laughs> I wow the editing choices in this movie ah! it's it's oh god it's so good anyway well, this movie is almost over yeah <laughs> um but yes so realizing that death is effectively chasing her down mm-hmm. um Carmen ends up kissing Miller quite desperately just like i if 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 i'm gonna die then i'm gonna live like as much as i can and i'm sure that makes sense Mm -hmm. so um we then see someone we have not seen for a while cindy lou Mm -hmm. she's the song my joe which is michaela's prayer Mm -hmm. but um she's kind of just walking down the street like Oh, you know, like, we used to be this and, you know, he used to be, he used to be mine. (laughs) musical references today. I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Where am I? The army officials are looking for Joe, who has been abandoned by uh, Carmen at this time. Um... He also looks a bit more sallow, which I'm wondering, like, has he been able to, like, go out and get food and stuff? Right. Because um, he looks like he hasn't slept. He looks like he's barely eaten. Oh, yeah. He looks, <laughs> he looks like, sick. Awful. <laughs> yeah. He looks terrible. Um, but the MPs are looking for him, so he takes the fire escape and goes out. Cindy Lou is actually, she goes to Husky's training ground. But she's looking for Carmen because mm. apparently it's in the news yeah. that um, Husky is around with this girl, Carmen. So Joe also has a very similar idea. Mm. And he's like, I'm going to go find Carmen too. So um, Cindy finds Carmen and she's like, Oh, you again? And just about a minute later, um, she. Joe appears and is like, oh, you again? <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah. But Joe, not Joe, um, Carmen and Husky are trying to get like both of them 
to leave for different reasons. And Cindy's like, Joe, come with me. And Joe's like, Cindy, stay out of this. And then um, Joe and Husky get into an altercation and Joe pulls a knife and Joe's like, yeah. And <laughs> it's like this whole thing. Yeah, it's really like gross. Cause like even Carmen's like very over this like macho bravado blah blah yeah that both of them are exhibiting at this point they're like both trying to take ownership of her and she's like what the fuck is happening i am not about this and she's like yeah no joe like fucking leave i'm over you yeah also the mps are here so carmen kind of helps joe escape and joe is like oh so you're helping me escape so you still love me and she's like no i just don't want to see you go to jail yeah She's like, I don't, I don't like anybody being like cooped up, and yeah. I don't like the thought of that. So, yeah. But um, she then ends up telling Cindy to just like, just forget this guy. <laughs> like honestly, forget this guy. Yeah, like he's not worth it. But um, we then get to Cindy singing. I don't know where she was singing. It looked like a rooftop, but um, she was singing. He got himself another woman. Mm-hmm. which is I get it's a it's like a really slow like lamenting like Cindy reflecting on everything and just like Cindy you did nothing wrong mm. you deserve none of this you deserve none of this sorrow she deserves so much better <laughs> like all she did was love this guy yeah ugh Joe gross but I wonder I do wonder if he would have turned out this way if he had yeah Carmen it's now Husky's fight the fight that he has been training for for so long and Joe appears he's like in the crowd but um, Husky's not doing well until the second round and then he wins by knockout everyone cheers Uh, we get like a brief a reprise of the Toreador Mm. song with the crowd um, but as they're leaving, Joe, who's been like scoping out the place, snatches Carmen and takes her into like a supply closet and has the final duet with her, mm-hmm. uh, where he is just refusing to let her go. And Carmen's like, well, if you can't bear to not be with me and kill me or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, if I can't have you, no one can murder yeah it's it's a very dark that yeah. like moment is like yeah. very unsettling yeah i literally wrote harry belafonte acting Ooh. yeah it's so 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 unsettling it's 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 real intense like they like whatever they were going for i think they did it yeah yeah <laughs> but then joe ends up strangling carmen and immediately sings um string me high on a tree I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. And it's like juxtaposed like with I mean, this is how it's done in the um opera as well, with like as she's dying and this like very dark and like sad moment is happening, there's like celebrations happening just off stage, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like this like juxtaposition of just like in another universe where Joe doesn't come back to kill her, she's off having fun with this guy who just won his fight or whatever, and it's just yeah. like, yeah. I was just like, oh, what could have been? Yeah, the MPs catch Joe, 
and they lead him off and the movie ends. So I've been okay, between like Saturday and today, I guess, I've been thinking about the characters mm-hmm. and how I feel about them. Because um at first my instinct is to hate Carmen <laughs> so much. And she's so like right from the beginning, even though she can see that he Joe's with somebody. Yeah. Um, she's still flirting and she's still very persistent. No respect. Exactly. And that irritates me. Mm-hmm. But, but I hate Joe more. <laughs> <laughs> because despite the fact cause like he's from the beginning, she tells him from everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, from the beginning we know as the audience hey, this woman is about just like whatever the fuck she wants to do. And Joe's aware of that, but like once they become a thing, he like expects her to completely change for him. Yeah. And sort of become this monogamous like blah blah blah, which like from what little we know of her, and of what little he knows of her. I mean, in the flower song, he says, I know nothing about you, but I love you. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And I mean, like, even beyond, like, that, but, like, he, she abandons him yeah. for him to get arrested. Like, you know, like, there's just so many signs out there that are like, hey, she's not the type of person to just become monogamous overnight. Yeah. This would probably be a work in progress. And even so, she might not want to change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, to when we get to the point where he, like, kills her, like, at that, like, in those moments after she's been, like, repeatedly, like, Joe, dude, I'm not about that. Yeah. Like, I tried. I did. Except, I it's just, it's not for me. And he's, like, so persistent in, like, she can only be loved and should be loved the way that he wants to love her, but won't meet her halfway. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? And like, it's just like, they're not compatible in any way. They're not compatible. <laughs> but also, Joe just, he takes no responsibility for the things mm-hmm. that happened. Because at the end, he's like, oh, you two-timed me and expected nothing to happen. And I'm like, you did the same to Cindy. Like, you're no better than her. Like, you just left Cindy Lou. Why is she not allowed to just leave you? Like, why why does it have to be a life or death? literally life or death thing with you mm-hmm. like you just up and left cindy lou and all cindy lou can do about it is cry but now that carmen's leaving you what well, you get to kill her mm-hmm. like what insanity mm-hmm. <laughs> is that i mean i now that i'm like thinking about it um now that we've sort of hinted that like carmen is kind of like husky yeah and also kind of like Joe. Yeah. I do appreciate that way that it was written. That like, here's Joe, he's with Cindy. Yeah. And 
um, like there's Carmen fawning over him, but he's not giving paying any mind mm-hmm. until you know whatever event happens, and so then he falls for her. But then Joe becomes Cindy. Cindy yeah. becomes Joe. I mean Cindy. No, Joe becomes Cindy. Yeah. Carmen becomes Joe, and Husky becomes Carmen. Yeah. And I do like that. Yeah. I, I like the <laughs> symmetry of that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, he has literally no leg to stand on and it pisses me off so much (laughs) because like, he's like so fucking possessive and like, uh, and like in a way that like in the fifties, I guess in movies, like it's kind of seen as normal, which is terrifying because like in like a few movies we have that same sort of reasoning or line of thinking of like i love you therefore i own you it still kind of tried like i was kind of bashing a little bit because um in the youtube ad it was like oh this is a modern take but a lot of the the values and stuff are still pretty relevant to right now yeah because even though people don't necessarily talk the same way about the same things Mm -hmm. it's still like the concepts of like you can't let, let me just make it. You can't kill somebody if they leave you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is the level. <laughs> yeah. There's there is no crossing that line. Yeah. Um like if you get cheated on, it's a very damaging, hurtful thing. Yeah, like it sucks. Like yeah. obviously it sucks. But you have to have the presence of mind, like if you do it to someone, chances are it might happen to you. Right. Kind of a thing. Yeah. So I just thinking about there was never there was never going to be any sort of happy ending right because joe was pursuing something that he thought he wanted and so was carmen but carmen is trying to outrun a perceived oh i mean trying to the thing is with her trying to outrun death it actually kind of contributed to her death yeah but i mean it's her trying to run away from a fate that was already sealed yeah but like like, I mean, yeah, that that's the thing that, like, sort of prompts her to, like, snap out of the yeah. monogamous thing. Because it had gotten monogamous. It's been a week, but yeah. it had gotten monogamous <laughs> for her, and you can tell. And, like, from the beginning, like, we see it. Everybody sees it. Mm-hmm. Joe sees it. She's a quote-unquote free spirit, which we'll sort of get into when we get talking about racism because <laughs> that's a thing um but like yeah she's sort of seen as this sort of like does whatever she wants kind of thing yeah and like to expect her to again like i said completely change herself mm-hmm. for joe is so nuts to me that like he thinks oh this woman that literally seduced me while I was sitting with my fiance to be kind of yeah. person, wouldn't turn around and just be like, "Hey, I'm bored." Yeah, I also think like trying to see things from Joe's perspective, he had a fairly stable situation with Cindy Lou. Yeah, so like he was going to flight school. Cindy Lou was sad about it, but she was going to let him go. Mm-hmm. They were going to get married. It was going to be a thing, mm-hmm. and then. As soon as he met Carmen, his life did a 180. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he, he made the choice. Like, let's be 
clear. He yeah, made yeah. the choice to. But as soon as that happened, he got sent to jail. He ended up in a fight with his superior. Mm-hmm. He then had to flee, leaving his potential prospects, and go to Chicago, where he was then subsequently abandoned and left on his own. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I can see him like just inching towards losing the plot with every thing sure. that happened. Yeah. But again, you cannot kill somebody <laughs> yeah. because they leave you. Like, made, no matter what. Every single choice that he made was a choice that he made. Yeah. It, no one forced his hand. Yeah. Yes, Carmen flirted with him. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was very, very overt with it. But, like, at the same time, it's like, yeah, you have free will, my guy. Mm-hmm. Like, if truly, 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 you need to take responsibility for having slept with her, which you did by going to jail. Yeah. But you also need to take responsibility for continuing to see her yeah. past that, past yeah. that one-time fun-time thing. Yeah. Because you still have the stable girl mm-hmm. who, yes, she just left you in jail after seeing that, you know, Carmen's yeah. still flirting with you. But she but was like, willing to forgive him. Exactly. And he just made the choice, yeah. again, to be like, oh, that's a life I don't want anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, fine. If that's what you want to do cool do that but don't fucking kill a person because they no longer because you don't fit into the worlds that they want to be in yeah like he can't really expect he couldn't have expected carmen to forever be with him in this incredibly destitute situation <laughs> you know like they're barely surviving yeah okay so the opera itself yeah is as much as it's great and it's praised and whatever, there's also the sort of uh, unfortunate situation that Carmen and all the all of her cohorts mm-hmm. are uh, Romani, mm-hmm. and obviously at the time, Romani people. I mean, I I don't know if it still carries over to today because I don't really. Mm-hmm. That's not my <laughs> knowledge house. I don't know. Wheelhouse? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, it's so it's written that all the um, Romani people are like these people who are only concerned with pleasure. Yeah. And sort of just like, fuck the rules, fuck people, fuck whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's why Carmen is written that way, where she's like, doesn't care about anything and yeah. as soon as the situation doesn't suit her anymore she just sort of like yeah exactly and just expects life to just keep doing whatever yeah um bring that up to be like i'm aware <laughs> <laughs> but also to be like when it was rewritten to be an all-black cast what people have criticized it's all black and so therefore was like you know, segregated like story or well, whatever mm-hmm. Partly, I'm like, okay, however, mm-hmm. if it had been, <laughs> you know, like, black people, white people, whatever, still mm-hmm. said in America, 1,000% Carmen would, and her cohorts would be black, mm-hmm. and 1,000% Joe and his ilk would be white, mm-hmm. and that would only add to yeah. 
already tense situations, you know? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. But then I'm also thinking about how they've cast the movie in that the the people who, outside of Dorothy Dandridge and, yeah, outside of, like, the two main characters. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, like, the sergeant, Mm -hmm. he's dark-skinned. Yeah. And Frankie, who's also like, hey, come to the bad side, Carmen. Hey, you can do this and blah, blah, blah. She's dark-skinned. Yep. And that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> that was, I, I noticed that and I was like, ooh, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> it's it's a little colorism-ish, is it not? I, I, I noticed, but I didn't know if it was just like in my head. Right. Because a lot of like, you know, the popular um was it actors and actresses of the time. Yeah. Just it tended to be the lighter skinned ones. Mm-hmm. So I just I was trying to like not be like, is it because they're light skinned or is it just because they're light skinned mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Um But just now that you said it, I don't have to say it. So <laughs> Yeah, no, it but it's it feels like a choice. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it could have just as easily gotten light-skinned actors for those people, too. Or yeah. at least cast Joe to be a darker-skinned person. Or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at the end, that would have been... <laughs> that wouldn't but, have gone but, too But the well. thing is, though, if Carmen had been the darker-skinned person it wouldn't have worked as well. Like, yeah. in no regards does it work unless they're, like, of a relative skin color. Right. So, like, give Cindy Lou a, to a darker-skinned person. No, because then we have her being rejected for the lighter-skinned one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You see, it's so... It's so... Tough. Because mm-hmm. it was written into racism. Yeah. And so to divor- try and divorce that yeah. from, like, this whole skin tone thing, it, it I guess, doesn't work because the racism is yeah. built into, like, it's mm-hmm. the foundation of mm-hmm. this show is <laughs> um, a different race is sucks and the you know, fairer-skinned or whatever people are, like... Yep. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Like, it's... That it was mm, unfortunate. Um, pivot. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> so, um, I mean, this is just... I just was thinking because i I was then listening to carmen and comparing it to carmen jones and just Mm -hmm. sort of being like oh what did they use and i was reading some stuff about because i'm obviously that i've not studied classical music (laughs) i've not studied opera but i was reading about like how i mean like musically it's so good Mm -hmm. like it's like I don't know, so good. <laughs> Does that make sense? Is it good? Eloquent. Eloquent. <laughs> like, basically, the way that the music is used is so clever. Mm-hmm. Like, it, um, for instance, 
I only noticed this after I read the thing, so I'm not like smart or anything. Um, <sighs> but like, <laughs> um, in the opera itself, um, in the prelude, just at the end of the prelude or just the beginning of the show itself, um, they play that same theme that happens at the end mm-hmm. when after he's killed her or as he's killing her. And like this comes after like because like the prelude itself is like um, very like bombastic and like, mm-hmm. yeah, energy, energy, energy. And then it's like ah, a bad thing happens and you don't know what it is yet. It's very like it. It's very eerie and it makes you feel like uncomfortable and you're kind of like, wait something wrong is gonna happen mm-hmm. something wrong does happen <laughs> and like also the way that like joe's music is written it like over time gets more and more unhinged yeah as well as like having um uh carmen's so carmen's music is like very quote-unquote spanish inspired i guess mm-hmm. and like very like free and like breaks the rules of classical music in places and then we have the con- complete contrast to that being Cindy who is then Michaela um her music being very like very like by the books by the numbers and like I don't know it's like so smart I was like, <laughs> wow okay I feel intellectual today <laughs> I read that and I was like, "Ooh, I understand things. I'm smart." So, <laughs> I didn't know. Like, it's it's fairly normal for movies to get dubbed over by like the the actors playing them. Like, they'll just record it in a more control setting and then they'll sing it on screen. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I thought was happening. And I was having such disparity between Harry Belafonte's speaking voice and his singing voice. I'm like, this doesn't feel accurate. And then today, <laughs> Leah said, oh, they dubbed over everyone except for Pearl Bailey. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> because the, 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 okay, the choices. <laughs> The, the singing choices that were made for the men, of which there are two that, like, have, like, proper singing yeah. moments. It's it's like their tongues are, like, jammed in the back of their throat. It's Well, they're trying to do that opera thing. It's so... It's like an inch away from Kermit. It's an <laughs> inch from, like, oh, my God, I'm not... Like it's not it's not for me. Yeah, because they're trying to emulate the opera style, but the thing about the opera style, most opera is sung in a different language. Sure. So you can't necessarily tell how well they're pronouncing something, but I can tell how well they're not pronouncing the things in English. <laughs> so <laughs> I barely understand what they were saying half of the time. Yeah, is my main issue. Yeah. I saw, I, I, like, picked up that, like, the lip syncing wasn't so great. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. You're not even trying to look like you're singing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was before I found out that they were dubbed over. And I was like, mm, okay. 
But I will say for Marilyn Horn, who who was the singing voice for Dorothy Dandridge, I believed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that sounds kind of like it could come from her mouth. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing that I will note is that Dorothy Dandridge received the very first Oscar nomination, like very first black woman to get an Oscar nomination for a leading role so Mm. look at that she didn't win Mm -hmm. but she was nominated Mm -hmm. and a weird thing or a cool thing i don't know the first person to actually win that was halle berry who did do a biopic as dorothy dandridge oh comes full circle okay let's get into the ratings the ratings let's get into the ratings i don't know what that song is (laughs) (laughs) um so for music and choreo, um, there's not a whole lot of choreo. There's only like one choreographed dance scene, uh, which is uh, be that rhythm on a drum. Um, which that that scene is fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, for music, I mean, it, it's sort of hard to rate the music because they didn't make the music. Sure. So I can only really rate them on their lyric choices. Sure. Um, and if it's that, the lyric choices are questionable. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, there's uh, some quest, like, and some of some of them just aren't appealing as mm-hmm. well. Like in the stand up and fight song, which is a Toyodor song. I'm just, I was hardly entertained by what he was saying. Mm-hmm. It. It, it, it really sounded like, okay, this is what's happening in this scene. I need you to think of lyrics for this scene. Yep. But a, a lot of the times when they sing the songs, nothing else is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally this person is singing this song in this one spot. Mm-hmm. Like, the only times that didn't happen was in Be That With A Drum. And in Carmen's song, where at least she was moving around the room, that uh, habanera, habanera song, yeah. um, that that love. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, everyone just stood still and sang. And the only time that worked for me was um, he got he something another woman the the one that um, yeah he got himself another woman or yeah, whatever that. Which is a sad song, and I'm like, I don't mind just focusing on a person yeah. when they sing something sad and lamenting. Yeah. Um, like, I would say that that's probably one of the better songs in this entire musical. Um, so I would say for music and choreo, the, the choreo kind of bumps it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say I'll give it 3.75. Okay. It was it was edging on a four. I was like, but do I like it that much? No. Like it, I have to think about if I'm actively going to go and listen to these songs again. Sure. And it's unlikely. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it a three point seven five. Roses. So okay, I obviously I like the music. Like mm-hmm. I spoke about how good it is, but again, like you said, the lyrical choices here are so left of center mm-hmm. like they're just like somewhere else um because like i know they're trying to make it black 
mm-hmm. by removing the THs from everything. <laughs> and it bothers me so much because it's so overpronounced even. Mm-hmm. It's not like that's love or whatever. It's that's love. They make it so obvious that it's mm-hmm. a D and it's like, that's not how they talk. I wasn't there, but that is, I can just, I can infer from other things that that's not how, what they sounded like. But in an effort to, um, in an effort to sort of bring it to the black community, they mm-hmm. did that, which is a little bit weird. Uh, I didn't like that. Um, I do like the Habanera song. Mm-hmm. Outside of the debt, um, <laughs> like I like the rest of it. Um, it evokes the same feelings. It talks about the same stuff. It's fun, whatever. Um, but anyway, I will. Give it three point two five roses. Yeah, yeah. For story, three roses and a kind. Um, <laughs> I love her, but she loves me, and now she loves me, but I love her. Da, 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 da. I actually hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't, I don't enjoy like. Love triangles, sure. love quadrangles, all of a sudden, because it gets so messy yeah. and people get hurt. Yeah. And it's always, <laughs> it's always the same. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't end in death, but it normally ends in like messy Some things. Some form of death, yeah. So it's, it's just, I, I, I wouldn't go so strong as to say I despise it, but I don't, like, if I can avoid watching things yeah. like that, then I do. Um, because this is a movie based on a play, based on an opera, opera based on a book, um, I'd have to go back to the book to really criticize it, and I don't have the energy. And so. also that's like, I don't know, 18-something. Like <laughs> one of the very first love quadrangles or whatever. Yeah. So, I I would say for story, it's it's... The, the way they portrayed it um, mm. was, I guess, modern for the time. Yeah. So I, I can appreciate that. Um, I appreciate, like, the... the just, just, just the settings. Like, you know, like, how I said some stories, they don't carry you very far. Mm. Like, in this one, we were at Army Base, and then we were at a club, and then we were, at, we were in Chicago, and it was like... So a whole adventure happened. Yeah. So I, like the adventure that the story takes you on ending questionable but mm-hmm. the adventure i can appreciate so for story i think um i'll give it a four just because it, yeah it's 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 an interesting time mm-hmm. um what was that for Card- playing cards yes. <laughs> um so yeah otto preminger who later went on to date dorothy dandridge um that neither here nor there it's just a thing that i know now um but he deliberately wanted to make it a drama with music in it rather than a musical drama mm-hmm. and i think he definitely did succeed in that that was his goal and that's what he did deliver okay. like the sort of the ending i mean obviously the ending is going to end the same anyway but yeah. like there was no really getting around 
Unless he did, like, rent and then just brought her back to life. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, wasn't going to happen because yeah. rent wasn't there yet. I mean, like, even Carmen Hip Hopper sort of distances itself from Carmen's death a little bit in that they have her death be an accident. Like, she accidentally gets shot while um, the Joe character is fighting the sergeant character. Mm-hmm. And just a shot goes and kills her, and that's an accident kind of thing. Okay. So, like, it distances itself from that thing, from her death or whatever. But, like, here, it's you're very much confronted with it, and it's so grim. Um, but it does what it, it, it came to do. It, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, try, it did what the other girls hadn't been trying to do, but there, were, there we go, it happened. Um, but I did enjoy the story. I will give the story about 3.75 playing cards. Yeah. So, overall enjoyment. This is now the only Carmen that I have watched completely through. Sure. <laughs> so, like, apart from clips of stage productions on YouTube, I have not seen a full Carmen. Mm-hmm. So this is my reference did i enjoy it enjoy is a a word like it's it's always difficult to describe enjoying something that makes you feel kind of icky by the end um i will say though i was entertained sure i was entertained by harry belafonte's acting i was entertained by Dorothy Dangerous is everything. I was entertained by the moving parts, um, like how the how the sets looked. I was just it it, it was a very interesting look back in time, mm-hmm. um, just at the things that they wore, how they acted, like you could just decide to go to Chicago. Like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> just relocating your whole life. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think I, I think I did enjoy it. Um, so for fur coats, I'll, I'll give it, um, I'll, I'll give it a good solid four coats. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoy how it played out. Um, I don't. Yeah, like you said, enjoy. Like in, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's like <laughs> uncomfortable, but entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously there are bits and there are parts where I'm just like fucking infuriated. Yeah. Or like very like I feel just like oh by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I was there the whole time, mm-hmm. except for that like two minutes that I disassociated <laughs> during this flower. Which, by the way, in hip hop, Bow Wow is there, <laughs> like Lil Bow Wow as Lil, baby. Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow as baby is in, in Carmen Hip Hop. Yeah, he's in jail. In jail, not juvie, jail. <laughs> It's so weird. It's so weird. So many choices. Um, <laughs> your face. 
<laughs> I was trying to process. I just... um, okay. But yeah, no, I did enjoy it. Um, probably equally as much as I enjoyed Hip Hop Like, don't get me wrong. I would have given Hip Hop a two in everything else. But like, <laughs> enjoyment, I would have been like, yes. Um, so... I yeah, I think four is a very fair number to give it. Four fur coats. On this podcast we are obsessed and with what you do not have to guess. So here are our obsessions. Listen as we have a discussion. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey what? Alright, obsessions. <laughs> I mean um, my obsession is not really up for discussion because my obsession I have mentioned a few times now, but now <laughs> it has arrived. Sure. It is here. Oh my god, so the Prince of Egypt has opened for previews in the West End. Yeah. I am not seeing it right now, but I will because it's important. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I cannot distress. <laughs> I am so stressed. Um, I cannot. I. I just. I. I need to. Like you don't understand. Hello, I am a person that has been formed by several movies. One of which is the Prince of Egypt. This entire thing is very important to me. I've calmed down a little now. Um. <laughs> Um, and it's just, I, I just, I need to see it. And that is, that is what, so I need time to go and witness it. I also need friends. I have them, but I need, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying I have friends, but I need to get them together yeah. so that we can see the musical right. because I will see it by myself and then I will see it with other people. <laughs> like it's not, I will go both times. Like, it will be a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I have a problem. What are your obsessions? Uh, okay, well, one of which is that Hamilton, like a couple weeks ago-ish, what they announced that they're going to be releasing the original lead cast. I'm saying lead cast because some of the original ensemble are not going to be in it. Um, it filmed version of the stage version. What? Yes, the filming of the stage, kind of like the Cats one yeah. from like the 80s or whatever. It's the 90s. The 90s. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, you did. Uh, didn't I show it to you? No, I showed it no. to someone else. You've never watched that version of Cats? No. Okay, no, that, this is necessary because you only have the one that came out no, in your mind. I've seen Cats live on stage. Okay. <laughs> I have reference to Cats past the movie. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't the rapping it. one, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but yeah, uh, Hamilton's doing a thing like that. It's going to be in cinemas and stuff. And I think that's super cool because, mm-hmm. you know, we get to see Hamilton and I wish so many more, like, um, Broadway and West End shows would do that. Because... I mean, the thing is, a lot of them are filmed, but they're just archival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, bring it to us! 
I know that's the thing that's like that's what I'm thinking too like it's like it would be super nice because a majority of the people that are into musicals and stuff don't have the money to be going to theater every single fucking day mm-hmm. um, some a lot of people don't live in New York or London yeah and so even if they had the money it's like they then would have to additionally buy tickets to New York or London and where are they sleeping and all that it's a whole trip and like people don't have that kind of time and money yeah generally i do wish that we had more mm-hmm. if you could see any original cast what would you go see like like if they were to be like hey we're releasing the original cast filmed version oh, whatever no. <laughs> um Original casts, I've never really been, like, so completely obsessed about. Right. Um, just just because I feel like whoever's on stage is doing it because they're, be they're qualified. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So, but I, I don't know. I, I think maybe Rent. Okay. Just because it was, it was... It's like the epitome of start small and real large. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that, or, I don't know. What do you think Les Mis was like? I've never seen Les Mis. Oh, same. for the movie. Oh, no, I've not even seen the movie. You've never seen the movie? I know nothing about it. You are missing out on some quality memes. I the thing okay. <laughs> I only know uh one day more and that's cuz we did it at the, at the winter showcase thing. And that's about it. Yeah, what about you? I 1000% would want to see Hades Town. Oh, yes. Cuz fuck. <laughs> like I think the staging for that from what I've sort of seen mm-hmm. looks fun and interesting. And, like, just to see all of these people who I've listened to yeah. billions of times on stage doing the thing, mm-hmm. I think would be really fun. But that is that. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I promise I will be posting more. It's just so hard <laughs> when I don't use social media like that in my like normal day-to-day life mm-hmm. but follow us there because there will be posts and stuff at tmmtmm podcast you can follow us on tumblr at tell me more tell me more podcast.tumblr.com you can email us about anything musical related musical theater related theater related movie related tell me more 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 that's incorrect Tell me more, tell me more podcast at gmail.com. You can be a patron on our Patreon. Um, it's a give whatever you can on the All Willing to Give community. So you can find us there at TMMT Men Podcast or Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast. You can listen to our favorite song from each musical that we've covered, like this musical that we've covered, on our Spotify at um tmm tmm podcast the playlists are like 2018 faves 2019 faves 2020 faves and yeah listen to the stuff that we like i don't know um but yeah thank you for listening and we will get you in the next 
uh, month, which is, is it Meryl month? Yes. Yes, Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. It's Meryl March. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. I've been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Alicia. And this has been Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. Bye-bye. Goodbye.